0: We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials.
1: A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello and thank you for tuning in to episode 36 of Married Millennials. We are officially two weeks away from Christmas and I couldn't be more excited.
0: Does it feel like it's almost Christmas to you?
1: Yes, because we have decorations everywhere. <laughs> and the weather's finally changed to match. I've been getting excited. Typically, like every Monday, I always open up the weather app to see what my week's going to look like. And for the last couple weeks, it's been 60s. low. It's just been nice. but We've had some sun, but nothing ridiculous. I've been able to wear sweats or yeah. my joggers every day. A long sleeve if I wanted to mix it up with a T-shirt.
0: I'm enjoying the weather change, but I also hate being cold. So I'm in this weird in-between where I definitely don't want it to be hot, but I'm kind of getting over being cold,
1: too. Yeah, and also my bed is now being impacted by Joy's cold. Electric blanket, baby. We have the electric blanket back. We added another blanket to the bed, Mm -hmm. and we already have a down comforter. Mm -hmm. So you guys know I sweat profusely in my sleep when I'm too hot. So not only have we added two layers of warmth, one is producing heat because it's plugged in yeah. and we don't have the fan on. And now the <laughs> dogs want to cuddle up because they're cold. Yes. So this is just an absolute problem. I woke up the other <sighs> day in a pouring sweat. I was like, this doesn't even make any sense. It's 40 degrees outside and I'm sweating.
0: Were you? Or did you sweat last night?
1: No, I didn't sweat last night. I was okay, good.
0: because I was cognizant of I had my electric blanket on. And I put it on medium instead of high because I've been blasting it, but it was making me sweat. Is too. that why I've been getting so? Yeah. High? So I had it on medium, but but I felt your leg come into um, come on my side, and it was really toasty. And you stayed there, so I was like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I could have been fine. It's just it's too much. So that's our compromise. Is that unsafe? Is he like sleeping blankets? with an electric blanket?
0: I think back in the day it was, but this isn't that kind of electric blanket, and it does automatically turn off.
1: But you know what's funny? If we found out it, it was to be unsafe, I guarantee you Joy would still sleep with it. See, that's what I'm <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. It, it's just this is ridiculous.
0: I'm cold, and I can't sleep when I'm cold. So it's like, what do you do? It's all it's my only option.
1: In one of the episodes we recorded this summer, we had this this battle, this back and forth. I said, "There's nothing that I can do to." To stay cool, once I strip down completely, if I have the fan on, like, there's nothing more that I can do. But again, when it comes to being cold, you can layer up and, and do all these things. So I, I just I have I have a hard time grasping that. That's argument. completely
0: accurate. But I also told you my body just doesn't. I mean, on a scientific level, it probably does, it does. but I don't feel it. I don't generate as much heat. But you've but you've come into the bed before and been like, it's not really all that warm over there. And I've been laying there.
1: That's true. I don't
0: make things toasty. You're oh. just, you're like a little oven. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, feeling you right now. You feel my hands? Yeah, your hands are cold. Oh, and I'm hot. so she, warm. Joy
1: wants to wake up and turn on the heater. I'm like, no, no. I come back from walking the dogs. I've been in 50 degree weather walking the dogs, and I come back, and I'm hot. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, it's that. not even cold outside.
0: Baby, it's cold outside. No, it is, it
1: is not. <laughs> it's not cold outside. But I also have some exciting news to share with you guys my best friend is finally coming home. He's been in Arizona for the last nine years, and I finally convinced this man to come home. So I fly out <laughs> next week to go get him, and I, you guys really don't understand. Like, I am, I've am i been hyped for probably the last three months.
0: It's bromance. I always say they'd be married if they could be.
1: <laughs> well, we could well, I mean, be. you t- technically yeah, could be, yeah, now. But if you were, we're attracted not. to one another. Yeah, I was like, yeah, hey, can in you that clarify way. that a little bit?
0: Yeah, like if it was like, you know what, let's just go ahead and do this. I think you guys would.
1: That's just my dog. Yeah, you're just don't don't hate on my dog. I can't. I'm legitimately like dumb. It's just bromance. It's not whatever you call it a bromance. bromance, Call it. That's just my dog. I mean, it's a
0: committed bromance. It's not like it came out of nowhere. You guys have been friends for a very long time.
1: Yeah, I was telling him. I was like, yo, we've been closer. We've been closer, longer. Hold on. How might I want to say this? I'm just You've been th- closer.
0: Yeah. Your friendship has been closer since you... There it since is. he's been gone. I was like, I don't
1: even have my words this yeah. morning. I was like, what am I trying to say? But you guys are also
0: younger, too. So you appreciate friends in a different way when... When the, as you get older, the more you appreciate your friends and you realize who your real ones are. D- so definitely. So it's like, oh, you're a real one. No, it makes sense. Away. But
1: it's just, I mean, for, I mean, for nine years, we've lived in different states and we've been able to maintain a friendship. And I would argue that our friendship's gotten stronger. Right. So it is kind of cool. But I don't necessarily believe that that works in the adverse when you're in relationships. I, I mean, salute to all those of you who are in a long-distance relationship. But there's that affection that is needed in an actual relationship. I feel that affection I think it's for tough. my,
0: you know, I have friends that are far away now, even more so. I feel like everyone moved away this year, but um, I have my friend who moved when we were eighteen in New York.
1: No, I I'm talking about close. actual dating relationships. Oh, I'm God, saying the no. affection that is that is needed. We don't, I don't need to kiss you and hug with you and sleep with you when you're my friend. Right? But yeah. When you're in a committed relationship, that is a part of it, and it's, and it's really tough. Yeah. It. Is, I mean, I, I respect all of those who do it, I, I just... I think long ah.
0: distance is also tough, and the reverse situation. So you've established something long distance, and it's working, and then you try to get back together... And that's hard because you guys have a routine outside of each other. Well, well yeah,
1: you you've developed your own patterns. Yeah, so you you were essentially not single, but you were living like a single person. Yeah,
0: and just like on the phone and, or Skype.
1: And now I'm coming together and it's like, okay, you're in my space now. You're, mm-hmm. you're throwing things off, so it's funny you can have a dynamic, be away from some time, create another dynamic, and you got to come back and and blend those two together. And and as you know, we're always evolving, constantly changing. So mm-hmm. it is interesting to see. How that, how that plays in, in effect in, in certain relationships.
0: Yeah, I'd be curious to hear from people who have really successfully had a long-distance relationship because I feel like for the most part when I've heard about them, they failed either one way either because they, they couldn't deal with the distance or they couldn't deal with them being in their space when that time did come along. So I'd like to hear about that. I have a mysterious injury. I went bowling on Friday, and I was kind of doing the most, like, in my celebratory poses, you know, when you hit something. Or in my failures, When
1: you're not good at something and you're excited, so you're dancing because you did well? Yes. That's what you meant to say? That is
0: correct. (laughs) That is 100% correct. So, But anyway, like, the side of my leg, behind my knee and my calf is jacked up. And I didn't do anything to it, so I'm wondering if this is what age is. Like, just, you have an injury. Congratulations. <laughs> you did nothing to earn it.
1: You're just hurt. And we're still so young. It's, it's your like, body. I'm
0: limping. Or it was limping. But your
1: body just morphs. I mean, you don't realize the the, I'm ama- upset. the the amount of shape you were in. We were in college just five years ago. Is that five or six years ago? I think this is, this is going we're on going six. We're going on six years yeah, yeah, so six years ago, and you were dancing five, six days a week. I'm playing basketball mm-hmm. five, six days a week. And even just five to six years removed from college, I can sit here and say, like, my body is just not adjusting the way it's supposed to.
0: No, nothing. I mean, nothing. I put on weight easier. I can't eat what I want to. And now I'm just getting mysterious injuries. I mean, this is bull. It's complete bull. I'm really upset
1: about it. And Joy's upset with me because I don't know how to tender to her injuries because Joy's a hypochondriac. (laughs) So I just don't know how to respond. Like, I try to be sensitive, but I can't. And I've always told her, I was like, there's going to be something really wrong one day, and I'm not going to know how to respond, because you react to everything as if you're dying.
0: Yeah, that's pretty. (laughs) I hate when things are wrong, but also because of dance, I'm very in tune with my body, so I do know when things are wrong.
1: That's right. Something can be wrong, but then would you, I I I absolutely hate, and I know hate is a strong word, but I'm going to go with, I hate WebMD, any yeah. of these medical resources that tell people they can self-diagnose themselves. There are millions yeah. of injuries or or whatever you want to call them that share similar symptoms. And, of course, Joy always finds the most morbid. Oh, my God, <laughs> this dying. is exactly what I have. The, oh, I can't breathe. I can't move. What if I'm dying? To, but like, I dem- Joy. I
0: have you check for, I just had you check for, like, Bruising, because it could be like a sign of a blood clot where my injury is. So I said, Is there any bruising on my leg? Or, cause I you really are see. not
1: a medical professional.
0: I know. Stop that.
1: trying to diagnose yourself. Stop it. But and you, then wants to look at me and then, like, babe, you don't care. No, I'm not a doctor. I'm not here and say, so- Okay, but you well, we'll This is what's going on.
0: If like people went and sought emergency care in a timely manner, like, I don't like to ignore things. I don't go, Something's hurting. I'm not going to ask why.
1: You don't like to ignore things. But you will not make yourself a doctor's appointment, or will not yeah, go to I'm, the I'm urgent care that. or anything. So don't I'll tell go to me urgent
0: care. I so won't make a doctor's. Yeah, appointment. you don't
1: make a doctor's. So don't tell me that. Justin, you that, won't make a doctor's appointment. I'm I'm not I'm not you. <laughs> I have never I'm I've not said at all that I. I'm self-diagnosing and, and willing to to not sit with injuries. But I to, just to hate that, that it's injuries. like,
0: okay, well, you could come in two weeks. Like, well, but I need <laughs> – can you look at this now? But you can, that's what that's urgent why care I hate is them. for. But I'll go to urgent care. I go to urgent care.
1: All the time? So every time you're feeling something because you'd be in there no. every week because you're in a hypochondriac?
0: No, not every week.
1: Sorry, every two weeks. Yeah, you can't you – that's why you're just going to sit here and smile because there's nothing you can do. It's just oh my oh, I can't. I'm not that upset. Are there about any Web MDers out there who just think that now because so the people, internet is there that you have just turned yourself into a medical professional? I know I'm not a medical professional,
0: but it does help to be able to see like what it could potentially be if it were a real issue. And it doesn't it I mean, doesn't, it's doesn't it's help like because same, it's creating a false fear. It's the same rule as your dog, right? Like don't panic, give it twenty four hours. I mean unless like you're vomiting or something. Like if you're doing something that's completely out of the ordinary but if you're feeling a little like something might not be right you give it 24 hours and and then reevaluate
1: i just i have an old school approach i sleep it off you'll feel better in the morning sometimes that that definitely backfires but i just i can't every week joy has me looking at something i'm feeling like this something's wrong i i I can't i
0: can't maybe it's just because i'm just slowly breaking down i'm telling you i'm breaking down
1: well build yourself up damn it thanks you're so helpful i i'm very supportive that's that's my job as a husband is, is to be supportive
0: you're, you're knocking it out the park <laughs> right,
1: am i sensing some sarcasm here uh yes okay yes. fair enough
0: that's 100
1: sarcasm we made a promise to you guys that we were always going to be very honest and transparent and open on this platform and this past week was really really rough
0: That's an understatement.
1: Rough. You guys will look and say, oh, my gosh, Justin and Joy, they're just the perfect couple, always smiling, always happy. And we've said it before to people who have asked. This is not perfection anywhere near it. This has been nine years of work, of Mm -hmm. constant work. And Mm -hmm. when you find the right person that blends with you, the work can be more fun. It can be a little bit easier, but it's still work mm-hmm. and I don't want to make it seem like that's the only thing it is because there are some great okay. benefits of being in a relationship and, and for us being married but this past week y'all mm.
0: would have been nice to just not have to do it like not have to deal with it And but I am I'm so happy we have this platform because I do feel like a lot of people do think relationships are easy or relationships are perfect and it's nice to be able to say like hold up let's actually tell you the truth about this so I mean what how did this even start i think it started we've been getting to a boiling point for for a while for for a while i'd
1: say for the last about a month or two
0: and really it's been you i wasn't I, i wasn't boiling and i i sensed okay justin's feeling some type of way but i'm gonna be patient through it so i've been part of our wedding vows you know um the verse love is patient love is kind our pastor said, for every time I say love, I want you to put your name is there. So joy is patient. Joy is kind. Right? That's That was what our wedding. Great was advice.
1: Like. It was phenomenal. Advice.
0: Great advice. And I'm really trying to hold on to it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know what Justin's been doing. Yeah, like. I'm not doing too much. I've right. been trying to hold on to that. So Justin was feeling some type of way. And but he also doesn't like to be asked questions. So I've I've been kind of tiptoeing around him a little bit, but also trying to be really patient. If he snaps, I've been trying to remain calm and not snap back. So but this week, what happened? Oh, I was reading a book that I really loved. Actually, it's called Dark Matter. It's sci fi. And it's basically all about alternate realities. Like if you had made different decisions, then you may how would your life have turned out different? And it's like, You have an infinite amount of possible lives. It's not just like you have life number one and life number two. It's like life number one and life number infinity, right? So, anyway, we're talking about this, and Justin just got really riled up. He's like, I don't even understand why you talk about this. Like, you can't analyze because part of a central part of the book was this man, one version of him never got married, right? Never ended up with his boo and he found like all this success in his career and she did too in one version. So spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, we're talking about this and you, why did you get so mad?
1: I just genuinely do. Well, first off the conversation was just going long when I'm in my mornings, I just have a quick routine and when it gets disrupted by Long conversations that require a true engagement Thought. from me, I just get annoyed, and it's and it's my fault. I, I I am quickly annoyed, and I'm quickly agitated. That I know it's something that everyone who knows me, who loves me, says, Justin, you need to fix it. And I I don't even know if I've really tried fixing it. I think I do, but then I just boil, so I I don't know what to do. So I'm just, I've been failing. This is a, a glaring weakness on my side. So Joy's just talking and talking and I'm like, why are you why? Like, why are we having this conversation right now? And then I got really annoyed because I don't like to spend time thinking about things that I is not possible for me to do. And talking about alternate realities and, and this different life and what if it's not going to happen. This is the life that I have. This is the life that we're going to go through. <laughs> but grudgingly so. To, so <laughs> so to, cons- to, to spend considerable amount of time having this conversations about an alternate reality and an alternate universe, like when I'm trying to get my, my sit-ups in and, and my plank, I'm not interested. So I was just wickedly annoyed. And then it sparked a real point in our relationship. And she started talking about, you know, what are things – would you be better off if you were single? Or would you be better off in your relationship? Right. And I started saying, "I said, of course, there are things that I likely would have done differently if we were not together." And we used the example of when I was a senior, I had full intentions on on playing overseas, but then we had a little hiccup along the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Joy was just ready, it's like I'm done, like this is I'm over this, like we're we're done. I, I can't deal with this. And you guys are gonna be like so you're not gonna tell me what happened. Long story short, I had a – Joy was in New York, and I invited a young lady over to the house. My roommate was there. Nothing happened, but a friend of mine and his girlfriend at the time ended up popping up at the house. She called Joy and was like, there's another woman at the house. Okay, Joy but It goes wasn't crazy. just any
0: other woman. This girl had already put the signals out that she was not – she did not come in peace. I already knew that. I already had talked to Justin about her. So the fact that she was over at his house when I was out of town was an issue for me. Yeah,
1: and, and and it's fair. Looking it was an looking, issue. looking back, it was not I the, was like, Oh, the, really? It was not the right thing. And as I told literally nothing happened. My my roommate at the time and still my very And I close literally friend, still don't care. And she she doesn't care. It Was there so but was no, wrong. So, so that's that. what, what started and and before that happened I was really, really focused on basketball, just spending all this—I was just spending so much time in the gym. I, that's only the only thing I really cared about. And then when when this situation occurred, I had to not necessarily choose, but I took my focus off of basketball a little bit and focused on repairing my relationship to making sure everything was good. And I've always had this kind of thought in the back of my head: is had that situation not occurred, had I not altered my focus? would I have been successful in playing basketball overseas? And this is something that's set in the back of my head for a while. And then when this when this conversation came of alternate realities and, and different life options, it just came to a it head boiled, and then it yeah. just flipped over.
0: But And I, my whole thing with that was that I would – and you were really pissed off on me when I said this. And I said, I feel like you're using me as your reason when really it's your excuse. Remember I said yes. that? Yes. And then he was not feeling me at all because I never demanded that you take time away from basketball. If anything, I've been really supportive. And if you ask any one of my friends, they will tell you that I said, oh, Justin's going overseas after we graduate. I never, ever, ever was like choose between me and basketball. It was choose between me and other women. And that was the only thing out there. So it's like I was kind of I resented the fact that he was putting that blame on me. Cause I and I think that that's a natural thing that happens. Like when it is you who made the decision to do something, sometimes we need to displace it because the disappointment is heavy. It sucks to be like I failed me. That's that sucks.
1: But what the clarity is on on my side is why I I had an issue with it is because yeah I you did not you never made the you never made the comment saying you need to choose between basketball you need to choose b- between me. But because I was dating you, because this situation had occurred. I had to make an adjustment, and that adjustment, which was all me, yeah. I made the conscious decision, but because you were a part of that decision and but part of that act, there is some responsibility, and, and it's not anything that you ask for, that falls upon you. And what I would say, if we were single, that would have never happened. Th- there would have been no no other choice for me to make. So, yes, I, I understand what what you're saying is, it's not my fault. You never chose, but you were directly involved in that. So there is some, like I said, indir- I won't say I, I will indirect responsibility that, that comes on your plate, but I'm not under- using I you under- as a crutch or an excuse. Right.
0: I understand what you're saying and I, I'm just going to leave it.
1: <laughs> no, you're not going to leave it.
0: No, I am going to leave it. Uh, Cause the, the other side, I, I understand what you're saying.
1: No, I want to get, no, I need no, you. I need I- to hear this. <laughs>
0: Because I just, you weren't super committed to the relationship even after that. And we even broke up after that. So it's, I just think if you really wanted to go overseas, you would have ended up overseas. If you were really focused on getting there, it wouldn't have mattered if I was there or whatever. So you're but saying, now I, I, you're saying, I, I, I was
1: really focused. What I'm saying is that I was really focused on it. But you're saying that
0: it. I took away from your focus. But even, yes. Okay. So. But
1: I chose to make, I, I made that decision.
0: Right, but the beat still ended up breaking up. Like you
1: Ag- agree, but at, at, at that time, the it, it it was dead and gone and, and passed.
0: Yeah, but I, I would argue you were already checked out way before then anyway. So it's like you didn't. I wasn't there, and I also wasn't there twenty four seven. You're training. You were training in the mornings. Remember? I was training in the
1: mornings, afternoons. It was. It was it was a lot. Yeah, I was really committed. But
0: I was busy too. I was uh, my my class load was a lot heavier than yours, especially senior year, remember? Yeah. I was in class a lot and I had my thesis. So that's why I'm <laughs> saying it's like I get it, but I just I can't accept it. I want to, but I just I I don't.
1: So it's always it's always it's <laughs> always been a a sensitive spot in it our is, relationship. Yeah. It, it's something that
0: But we haven't ever really talked about it. So I'm glad that we put it on the table and I was able to say like I don't think that that's correct because I yeah, normally when you say it, I'm like, I just let it go. But I think I've been holding on to that for a while, too, of like,
1: so when that, no. so when that <laughs> argument happened, then it just went into a, a, a back and forth. And, and then I started thinking of all the things. Well, if we weren't together, these are all the things that could have happened. I've been doing this. And and that's why, again, I don't like to spend time in those thoughts. We're married. We made this commitment to to be together forever. And to create a life together. So for me to spend any of my necessary bandwidth thinking about what my life would be without you or if you were not here does not provide anything productive, in my opinion, to my current relationship.
0: But see, it does for me because then I think about all the things that that have happened because you are here and how grateful I am.
1: Well, that's what you – but you don't need the absence of – or another reality uh, to okay. show, like <laughs> what is what is great about what I have.
0: Sometimes I do that.
1: What I, what I do is I, I can get take that it from for friends. Granted. Yeah, but I can talk to single friends who live that experience who, and and get that side. I don't have to create a false world and start thinking. Because if I create a false world I'm like, man, what happens? And then all of a sudden, I'm I'm spiraling into my own thoughts. Well, maybe I could do this. Well, maybe I don't need but that. See,
0: the only I think that sounds awful about being single is dating. The rest of it is fine. Like, oh, I get to do this by myself and that by myself. I don't think that's bad. I think it's like the act of having to get to know people. That sounds exhausting. No,
1: that is exhausting, but no one wants... We were built for companionship. Yeah, you don't need companionship. So to... to to be lonely, to n- not have a built-in plus one, that's what I hear from, from people who are single. I was like, you can have all the worldly success, but then you come home and you open your door and there's no one there. When those little things throughout your day happen, right. you don't have a go-to person that you can call but who listen, your so your you
0: can't come home and open the door and I'm here and that annoys you sometimes. So when you think about <laughs> it, it does. It does. So, so when you think about the the... the opposite of that which is like well i could be coming home and no one's here so that's what i'm saying is it does help you to think about your ways your life could be different if this person weren't here that the good and the bad that helps i personally it ha- yeah that it helps, helps, you. helps me it, 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 it doesn't, doesn't really help me learned a lesson. and so we
1: were having the conversation Dude. and that's how it, it spiraled out of control and then she wanted to sit down and have a focused conversation and i'm not i don't multitask i have admitted this so I was already annoyed with the conversation. I had addressed it. Well, this was later. So so we had this. We had this boy conversation. Yeah. And then the next day, I want to say the next morning or even later that morning. No, it was that night. That night. I'm doing some work. And then she wants to come and continue the conversation and dive deeper. And when I'm when I'm on my my one track mind, I need to get this done. Any disruptions that follow, I just don't respond well. And I already didn't want to have the conversation. But when were we
0: going to talk about this? When were we going to talk about it? I don't know. We were never going to talk about it. So that's the thing is it was never going to be a good time. I've been waiting for months, and that's why I feel my patience running out. So I said, okay, well, my stories are getting low. I've got to bring this up to him now because I, otherwise we're just going to be in a bad position. Because if I'm, feeling, if I'm festering and he's festering, then nobody's going to work on our marriage. So I just – I had a – Throw, yeah, in the throw towel, it out. Like, and, okay. And we stress this. communication in or a relationship.
1: Towel, and right. when it comes to my emotional well being or, or what I'm feeling emotionally, I don't do a really good job of articulating what I'm feeling. I can really feel it, but it's like put it to words, I don't do well. So then there's this joy, like sitting there and then asking me 700 follow up questions when I'm already struggling to kind of feel what I feel and I'm already irritated and enraged. So compound those things three times over. And you just created a complete lava flow. I was like, I just, we need space. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. Which I'm like, fine with. Please leave me alone.
0: Let's take space. I'm totally okay with space, but I just needed to know. I needed to know what we, what our game plan was moving forward, because you can't just be angry. No, it,
1: it wasn't. I, I I called some of my, one actually just really one of my married friends, and I called him. I said, I said, look, man. I said, I'm losing it. I'm losing my mind. And he just, he goes, oh, shit. And starts laughing. He said, what happened? And I was like, I'm going absolutely crazy. And I list these 9 million different things. And even though the conversation started with one, it starts making you think of everything that you can't stand about the other person. Mm -hmm. So I'm reeling all these things off to him, and he starts laughing. (laughs) And he goes, welcome to marriage. And this was the first time. and And I would argue kind of almost in our relationship where it was just like, I am We're both friends. The love Jays didn't know what crazy. to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was stuck. I was I need to talk to someone else and, and and this particular friend of mine is is a few years older than me. And he goes, Welcome to marriage. He said, Everybody who has a ring on their finger is dealing with this. Mm-hmm. He says, But that's what marriage is. Is you guys made a, a choice to commit. You're not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere, so let's discuss these issues. Mm-hmm. So he's he's working working these issues through me and he said, Well, how many of things are are actually what joy or who joy is. And these were were things that you knew before you got married, and now that you have to see them every day and it's constant, it's making you crazy. Mm -hmm. He said, when you were were in a relationship, you could always leave. The the thought of escaping was was always there. But now that you're married, it's Mm 24-7. So it's just magnified in a completely different way. Mm -hmm. And he also asked, he said, what are you arguing about? He said, "Is is it real things or is it bullshit?
0: It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. And I was like, it's
1: probably about seventy <laughs> percent bullshit, thirty percent real. And he said, okay, exactly. He said, you guys are sitting here festering and arguing about bullshit, and it's it's making you upset. And he said, so you have to go to the, the the source of of really what's wrong. And he said, it could be something that you're dealing with, or there's something that you're not clearly communicating to Joy. But this is what you guys have to deal with. And he was using some of his personal stories, and it just just helped me breathe. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. I maybe I I am wrong and I I know I have my flaws I and I I need to work it out. I think I just need to go sit on somebody's couch and just be like this is what I'm feeling like can you help me work through what 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 what's wrong here? Help me feel what I'm, what I'm trying to feel. Actually, I won't say help me feel because I feel really strongly, but it's like finding those words. You don't know to what clearly it clearly your feeling. Correct. Yeah, but I feel it. It's just yeah. Sits there.
0: You just know it's like emotion, but it, you need to be able to label it. Yeah, like this is this, and I'm feeling this because of this, and this is this, and I'm feeling this because of this. And I remember I asked you, I'm like, are you angry with me, or are you feeling some need that's inside you that's not being fulfilled? I I didn't know what I needed to fix and what Justin needs to fix inside of himself. Like I, and that's where I'm, I was at a loss. Like, where do I, where do I fit into this? Because I don't know if I'm what's wrong, if I'm really what's wrong or if there's something else wrong.
1: And there are some things that drive me nuts about joy. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But a lot of it, as my friend was saying like this is just built in, but because it's being magnified, because you're around it 24 seven, he said, you have to learn to adjust. Right. And I, f- what I, what I know I'd say a con- big contributing factor, and we've talked about it before, is, is my outlet. I lost my outlet. When I stopped playing basketball, that was always my emotional outlet. Mm-hmm. I could go in, I could run, I could bang, I could, I could you know, bruise up people. It, it just felt good to get those right. daily releases and now that's, that's no longer there. Mm-hmm. So when I could be mad at the world, I can throw a basketball against the wall and cuss out my teammates and yell at my coach, and it felt better for me. Not saying <laughs> that was the right thing to do, but I could do those things. I had a safe space to release right. six days a week, three hours a day. Now that, that safe space isn't there, and since I've stopped playing competitively, I've, I've struggled with trying to find – these different things, and I was like, "Oh, just go work out." And I was like, "It, it just doesn't give, me the, the doesn't give like, me the same. It doesn't give me the same thing. I just want. Sometimes I just need to look at somebody and and, and just no, you 'No, you're you're a piece of shit,' and I'll do da da da. Like sometimes right. I just need to say that. And again, right. this is not the nicest thing to say. No. I will I will admit that here on this podcast. But th- there are just times where you just I need to just yeah! yeah, and I haven't found you know what that is. And it's like if I need to find a, a competitive. Exercise class, kickbox—I don't know—but like where my heart is is basketball, and I just yeah. haven't been able to do it. I'm not as good as I once was, so it, it's just a combination of a lot of things. Yeah. But it's it's frustrating.
0: And that's the thing too is if if you could articulate that, well, if you could have, <laughs> then if I could have at the time, yeah, what I just said, b- right? Because I think I would have understood. I'm thinking that, like, okay, I think, and I've even suggested it to you, like, hey, I think you might need an outlet, but you've been like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a rabid dog, like, okay, well, guess I just won't bring that up, or just, you know, so it's a lot of, like, I know you're feeling things on the inside, and I'm so willing, because I am your partner, I'm so willing to be patient with those things, but I need to be aware that you are aware of things, and then you are working through them, not that, like, All right, so I'm feeling this way, and I'm just gonna leave it forever because after a few months, it's kind of like, okay, well, this is my life too. Yeah. So it's like I am, I am an active participant in your life, but I have my own life as well. And so for you to keep continually. coming over here and taking a piss on it's like well damn like i'm just trying
1: to well and i've also i was telling my best friend this is you know the the thing about being married at this age when it's tough is you are still trying to build your own life individually and you're Mm -hmm. trying to build your life together as a a couple yeah when you get married later in life you're more established in your career you may own a home you may have a car. Your your trajectory is a little more clearer than it yeah. is at 25 and 26, the ages that we got married. Yeah. So as we navigate through this this current storm, and I won't even call it a, a storm, but when you when you navigate during this current time, you, you just feel it's kind of the weight flood. of the world. You're just like, man, I'm like, I, well, I really don't know exactly where I'm trying to be or really what I'm trying to do. I have a pretty good sense of self yeah. and who I am, my flaws, my strengths, but there's still this... This growth that I, mm-hmm. that I have to develop, you, you hear it all the time from from our elders, is wisdom. Mm-hmm. We don't have the gift of wisdom. No. And being when we don't have that gift, you don't really know what to do. So you're navigating on these seas kind of without a compass. Yeah. And that, too, has been a boiling point for me. And you've been handling it better than I. I was like, I'm just trying to figure it out. And then you have the pressure of trying to be successful you know, within my marriage is that I don't, want to, I don't want to fail. I want to be able to provide my wife uh, my, and my, my future kids a really great life. And when you think about the age trajectory that I'm at and thinking when we want to have kids, I'm just like, man, I don't know if am I making the right moves and I'm making the right steps. So all these things are manifesting inside. And then when you come home and your house is a mess and your wife's been home for, for three hours and nothing was done, it, it just takes you to a, a whole new level because you're already boiling and frustrated inside. And that little bit just ignites everything you've been feeling. So it, it's just it's tough, but this is this is what marriage is, and that's essentially I what my friend you just
0: like threw that in there. <laughs> we come home, with it. I'm not home for three hours, and the house is a mess. No,
1: I'm, I'm not. I've and been not, home for an hour, no. and I have
0: like an hour alone. <laughs> this is what I told Justin. If I have an hour alone, because I am all about you gotta you gotta do you. Uh, you have to take care of you, or you're not gonna be any good to anybody else. And we've had this discussion a million times. I'm an introvert. Justin is an extrovert. It is very difficult being an introvert living with another person. Very difficult. So you have to get in your recharge time when you can get it. And I told Justin, I'm not spending the the 45 minutes to an hour and a half before he gets home making sure the house is like prepped for his arrival. I'm not doing it. Now, maybe we can come up with a plan. Like even I've, I've been throwing all these little things out here. If you're like, hey, on Wednesdays, Wednesday is like shit needs to be pristine day.
1: Like <laughs>
0: I'm cool with that. But don't just say this is my standard all the time. Because I said, you're setting me up for failure. I'm going to fail every time.
1: But what I also That's learned too during this argument is Joy was like you need to just explicitly say exactly what you're feeling and yeah. go from there. And I felt like I had been doing that before, but there is sometimes no, where I'm a passive little passive aggressive. Yeah, like, and just I will throw <laughs> I will throw a shade comment at you, and I was like I'm just need you to figure out exactly what I'm saying. She's like no, I need you to explicitly say. Yeah, and there was just one thing in particular. Our our neighbor was like, hey, one of my the guys I used to, to hang some some of my. Pieces in my home mm-hmm. is coming next week. Like, if you guys need something g- to get hung, like, just let me know. And Joy kept bringing it up, like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. You know, ask him, did you reach out? Have you talked to the neighbor? And I just said, Joy, I do not want to use that person to hang our TV. I said, I have someone in mind already that I had before, so I want to go in that direction. And then she just stopped bringing it up. And I <laughs> like,
0: left it alone.
1: <laughs> I was like, peace. Crazy how that works.
0: <laughs> Crazy. You just tell me what you need and I do it. What? Hey. And I told you, I said, if it's something that I can't handle or cannot handle, I will let you know. If you say, I need this from you. And I'll go, okay, I can't do that. I will let I'll let you know. Yeah, you do. So we need that. We need that um, communication. And I also told Justin is, before when we were younger, I kind of knew what he needed. But as we're, we're getting older and our lives are changing, his needs are changing. And so are mine. But I can't read him as well anymore, so I just need you to tell me what it is you need, and I'm still more than happy to be that person for you. That's what a partnership is about, like communicating, Mm -hmm. genuinely communicating, not just saying, we're going to communicate, but I'm going to grunt
1: at you. It just just goes to show that even when you think the obvious is standing right there in front of you, and this is what for me is that I I thought it was just so capped and obvious, like, hello, (laughs) how can you not tell or see exactly what I'm feeling? Is that just by making that little extra step to say, hello, this is exactly what I'm saying, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it can make all the difference.
0: And to say it nicely because his delivery also (laughs) is like, by the time he explicitly says it, he's angry. So he'll be like... I don't want to do this, and don't ask me why I don't want to do. Like you know, he's like I'm not that bad. Yes, you are, and your face is doing all this voodoo. I i and, a- <laughs> and then by the time you're communicating with me, I'm you've pissed shut up. off and you're done. Yeah, because you you've done all the microaggressions that I've already I've you know handled. But like the, I'm doing the matrix, you can't <laughs> dodge in the bullets. Like, okay, I'm not going to let that hit me. Okay, But then you whip out the machine gun and I'm all shot up and ho- full of holes. And then you're like, yeah, just take that. No, I'm bleeding. So Why
1: did you have to make that such a morbid? Because
0: that's how I feel, Justin. Those are my feelings. <laughs> I'm explicitly saying so.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm <laughs> glad to know I'm causing you that much pain. Holy shit. Yeah,
0: it makes me sad. <laughs> so serious. You think I'm just fine? And that's why I told Justin, too, is that I do I make such an effort to be patient with him and to be kind to him and be nice to him. And he goes, yeah, but you're just that way. And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't actually feel like being nice to you all the time.
1: It, and, I don't. And kudos to her. And this just goes to show, and there's work that constantly you know, needs to be done. And, and too, I made a comment when we were recording something for, for Love Jays, and I was getting flustered throughout the process. And she was just like, well, you know, you need to be patient. You need to be kind. I was like, you say that for me. But I say, when you're dealing with me, I need you to come straight at my throat. I need you to say, this is bullshit. This sucks. We're doing it this way. Mm-hmm. I need I need that aggression back towards me because if you give me a, a pathway to exercise my will or what I think is right, I'm going to trample over you. That is my personality. I'm, oh my I'm gosh, looking I'm to do that. Oh my gosh, I'm
0: having an aha moment. We are treating each other the way we'd like to, to be, be treated. treated.
1: That's exactly what's happening.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> You ought to be treated like crap
1: <laughs> It's not necessarily being treated like crap. I just respond better when you come at me. I, it, I just Ugh. I feel like okay boom, Break you're looking through. at me you're looking at me eye to eye and you're saying, no, this is it like when and it happens at work I, I had my, our designer come to my office I was telling a, another one of our co- colleagues I said, "Hey, I think you should do this on the website and he storms in the office he goes, "Are you telling her to do this?" And I was like, yeah, I am." And he was like, no, that's not gonna work. this is stupid." And I was like, well why? And he's like, just because, I was like, well, that's not an answer. I said, I need to know why. And we're going back and forth, and he finally tells me the answer. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that was, I like that. <laughs> that's, that's a good reason. idea. And then he, he, he's about to leave my office. And he goes, you know, sorry for coming at you like that. I was like, no, don't apologize. I said, that was the first time that you showed some care and emotion towards your work. And I respect that. And I respond to that.
0: And I think that's the other part of it is that you are just an extremely passionate person. You're not necessarily angry. No. Right? You're passionate about, like, most things that you care about.
1: And what I feel that I'm right on.
0: Yes. Like, it's it's a lot. So, I, <laughs> you know, we're working on it. <laughs> we're Because right, the thing is, we didn't even really come to... a true conclusion yeah and that's the thing you said to me like not every problem needs to be solved which is something that i need to work on because everything needs to have an answer for me I can't, I don't know how and, to. And sometimes the answer is
1: just not available yet. Yeah. And Joy likes to constantly work towards an immediate we have, solution. <laughs> is like, right now, the solution, solution is not just right there. It takes time, it's, yeah. it's going to be a little bit, and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. Let's communicate through that process and work towards a solution, but you can't think I'm going to bring up a problem and that the solution is going to is going to happen five minutes later. Well,
0: and I think I'm taking for granted, too, that like, maybe you know what's going on on the inside, but you just haven't, you've been afraid to express it or whatever, but you genuinely don't know how you're feeling. So, and I do understand the process of emotional processing because sometimes that takes me a while too.
1: So I need to be more kind. You need to be more aggressive with me. Yes. We'll respond. We'll meet somewhere in the middle and it'll it'll work out. I'm
0: disrespecting the hell out of you now. (laughs) (laughs) So excited. (laughs) I'm so excited.
1: I I may have opened a a can of worms. That's just how I am. Come at me. I like it. I, I, I grew up in a gym. I was in a gym for 20 plus years of my life. Anyone who's played but see, sports knows thing, that.
0: I think you talk to people crazy. And the thing is, I can talk to people crazy, too. So I've been trying to rein it in because I, I've i actually genuinely been trying to be kinder to people <laughs> and, like, more aware of other people's feelings and practicing empathy. We have just had this conversation <laughs> this weekend. Like, I, I want to uh, put myself in the other person's shoes and just see, like, how would this person, how would I feel if I were talking to me this way, if I were treating me this way? So I don't think you do that thing, but maybe you do. Maybe and you you're like I'm okay if you treat me this way. (laughs) I
1: I do do it, but again, I as you mentioned, there's a passion and a fervor that comes from me. So if I if I'm coming and saying something, you're gonna have to come. It it registers
0: to you as passion, not as anything else.
1: It's not anger. And and then if I if I disagree with something and I feel in my heart of hearts that I'm right, you're gonna know that I'm gonna passionately disagree with you you just gotta come back for me. And my and my closest of friends know. They'll be like, Jay, you're full of shit. They'll go right back, they'll say something. Or they'll just <laughs> ignore it and do, say, that's the thing. Justin's like being be Justin.
0: Completely fine after that. And is I the am. Way it, like you're completely fine. So it's like if you get me to that level emotionally, you put me at a ten It takes me a while to come back down to, like, my base i I'll get to a
1: 10, and I'll be at a base two five minutes later.
0: Yeah. So, and that's where we have a problem is you'll get me all riled up. I'm at a 10, and you fall back down to your two, and it takes me three days to get back to my three. And by the time that happens, you've riled me up again. (laughs) So, I'm just like... "Uh."
1: It's a Gosh, constant. It's darn. a constant battle. But we want. We just wanted to be honest with you guys. Yeah, the, you know, you, the, yeah. You guys sit and listen every single week and be like, oh, look at all this. It's just rose petals and lovely. All yeah. oh, the love. And gems. I also
0: think it's relatable. Like, I, you know, everybody has relationship
1: hiccups. Everybody is going and through this was something.
0: So it's not that it was completely stupid, but it kind of was. Like it's not like. You know, there was no extramarital affair. Like, you know, it wasn't like a huge thing. It was just those tiny things that happen within a relationship, those tweaks that you have to address and you have to fix, and they're not fun. And it's like.
1: But a combination of little things will lead to a big thing. So you can't ignore the little things.
0: Yes. And just uh, like we discussed this, too. I love to nip things in the bud. Justin doesn't love to nip things in the bud because he's like, why yeah, are we w- bringing up this bud? It's not important. I want
1: to see what the flower looks like bloomed.
0: <laughs> Can we not? They're weeds, baby. They're then, weeds. And then if it's ugly,
1: I have no problem cutting it down then. Uh, but sometimes I just want to see what it
0: Well, looks I like. could tell you that this flower would have been real <laughs> ugly. So I'm glad that we've addressed it. And we're, we're working on exterminating. Yeah, but so I feel better now. We're good we now. We do. We, we, we did have – we were now. better. This, yeah, we been Sunday, lovey-dovey.
1: Yeah, Saturday or we just came in and said, like, I, I'm I'm done being mad. I don't want to be mad. That's I was, what
0: I said. <laughs> we were brushing our teeth. I was like, I'm done being mad. <laughs> are you
1: done being mad? I was like, yeah, you are. And they said we were able to have these conversations, and, it, and it's been a much better – 48 hours but again this is uh, as we said everyone is dealing with something whether they show you that they're dealing with something or they don't everyone is going through something and it's a commitment that we have made is we want to facilitate open and honest conversations yeah. about life love and relationships yeah. and this is an open and honest conversation yeah because we're not perfect so stop calling us perfect uh, it's it there's a thing that we are, are constantly battling and and Fortunately for us, we have this platform that we can kind of use it as a sounding board. Yeah, to, to this, our, this has our been issues. marriage yeah, counseling, has been and we're literally
0: sand, sitting on a couch too. So we <laughs> we had we had counseling, yeah, we had a, we, therapy. We had a little okay. bit of therapy,
1: you know, yeah. for you for you listeners out there. And, yeah. and again, we we appreciate you guys so much for everything you do for for tuning in. To to marry millennials again, we produce this show with you guys in mind because again, our mission is we want to facilitate these open and honest conversations. So if you guys are going through things, you have some kind of questions or some concerns, send us an email. Let us know. We're more than happy to talk about it on one of our shows talk to you in person, talk to you on the phone, mm-hmm. FaceTime, Skype, whatever, whatever it is. Use us as a, as a resource talk about to yeah. discuss these issues.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Mary Millennial.
1: As always, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends on iTunes, Stitcher google play and of course please write us a review on itunes we see the 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 number of rankings slowly increasing but we want to see more so write those reviews tell your friends to write a review because we really do appreciate your support and always connect with us on social media you can head over to our website lovejays.com and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page
0: thanks again and we'll see you next tuesday